It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis and uh, Brady. What day is it? Wednesday. Wednesday. I know. Without games, we lose track of time. <laughs> it is hard, hard to tell. Um, I got to go to the zoo yesterday for my birthday, Brady. Yeah, about they didn't yeah. Ask me about how my birthday went. Happy. We've been busy. You came in. You were grumpy coming in. I didn't know if you were tired from <laughs> celebrating your birthday. I knew you had a campfire well, last way. night. I, I, yeah, we walked around the zoo, and I'm old, so it was a long day. By the way, I have a birthday present coming for you. I just don't have it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll wait with bated breath. Yeah, I'm getting a birthday present from Brady, and you'll have to wait till next Monday because I didn't think I don't think we're doing a show Friday because I'm out of town. Unless yeah. you want to go solo and you want to get a guest, I'll figure it out. You can do that, but I will be um, unable to perform my actions, <laughs> my duties for this for show. The next few days, he's young still, folks. <laughs> um, anyway, this was his major at Wayne State. What he's going to go and do this weekend? Yes. Broadcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, is that what you call it? Um, so we're gonna have Brandon Folsom on. He's coming in, and uh, well, of course, right as we ended the season, we're feeling good. Just did some state championship games. A headset craps out on us, so we only have two. <laughs> so we're gonna have to do a rotation. De- it'll be Dennis and Brandon in the next segment, and then me and Brandon in the following one. So we'll just talk kind of about the year at large kind of reflect on the year because and talk about what we're doing in the summer because, Dennis, I think it's going to be a lot of interviews and a lot of retrospective shows, like top 10 games, top 10 performances, weirdest things we've ha- seen happen this year, just things like that. That's what he thinks, but uh, I'll, I'll put him to work, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, we'll get started. I'll sit down with uh, Mr. Folsom first. Uh, and we'll go, uh, we'll go one-on-one because we have uh, similar snarky personalities. So uh, th- this, this ought to be fun. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, tie everything down because here we go. Stucky and Folsom on the podcast together at last and again. <laughs> I'm excited, man. It's you should be. This is I'm excited because now I can have a conversation where I don't have to coddle Brady and worry about his feelings. And we can make fun of Wayne State. We can make lots of fun of Wayne State because he doesn't have a headset right now because he broke it. He didn't really break it, but if I say that, he'll get all fired up. <laughs> Brady will get his chance in the uh, next uh, segment. Where do you want to go? What do you? Where do you want to begin? What do you want the topics to be? Whatever, man. I I'm off the uh, Michigan State high from last weekend. I've already been covering football and basketball, so we could talk about whatever. I'm I'm down for whatever you guys want to talk about. Well, let's do the the most recent thing. Let, let, let's go back to uh, East Lansing. Um, we were kind of talking about this off the air, and you were asking some questions. And I was kind of thinking back while sitting there during the Richmond game going, you know, I watched Richmond 
earlier this season at, at a tournament in St. Clair, and they were good. But I didn't know they were state finals with a chance to win it all good. You know, the same thing Marysville. I watched Marysville a lot this year, um, and I didn't – like, I knew they were good, and I knew they weren't getting the respect outside the area. Yeah. But I didn't know that they were state finals with a chance to win it all good. It's so wild because there are so many good teams entering the postseason. I didn't know where I was going to be that Saturday for districts. No clue. So I kind of just uh, followed you and Brady on Twitter just to keep update on scores. You know, followed like seeing how Cardinal Mooney boys were doing. And I was like, whatever team looks like they're going to have a good game. Uh, for a district final game, I'm going there. It was Marysville, St. Clair. I went there, got to Yale right before the game started, and I ended up just not – I didn't stop following them. I went to all their games after that, and I did not expect to be at East Lansing with that team, but I just rode rode the whole uh, trail with them to the state finals. It was unreal. I couldn't believe it. Like, they're so good and they're so well-rounded, but, like, uh, did you expect that? No, I, I, and, I mean, and it's and it's funny because kind of when, when I break them down and talk about them on the podcast with Brady, it, it's you, you give a formula that, yeah, they should do what they did, but I still sit there and kind of scratch my head a little bit and, and go, wow, this was quite uh, an unexpected run for me. And, and maybe that's what everybody else around the area was doing. But this, it's a team that won the Mac Blue, and uh, then they went to work in districts. I went, okay – Marysville is the favorite to me. However, they're going to have to play St. Clair in the final. And so there's a little bit of doubt there that St. Clair can can pull it off uh, and, and get the win. But I think Marysville is the best team in the district. And not only were they the best team in the district, but they outscored everybody 34 to nothing in three games. Best team in the district. Uh, then they went to the regional. And I'm like, well, you know, I know everybody talks about center line, but I think Marysville's better than center line. But they've got to get through Notre Dame prep first, and I, I you get taken in by the name. Oh, it, it's Notre Dame. Yeah, they're going to be good. And Marysville handled them. They handled them, and then they murdered center line. So you're thinking, okay, regional final. That's good for this team to to get a regional title because you figure, okay, now we're going to get into the quarterfinals and everybody's telling me how good Linden is and and I know the score was close but Marysville was never in trouble in that game no they were never in there was never a moment where you thought okay here's where Linden overtakes them it's like Smith's throwing good they got an early lead for her uh when uh, they got within a run Walters gets a clutch two out RBI single by the way from last podcast 54 percent of Marysville's runs in the 15 games that I broadcast this year, 54% after two are out. Wow. <laughs> I had to get that uh, uh, in. Um, uh, and, and then uh, the, they just annihilated Chelsea in the semifinals. That game was over early. I thought they were going to mercy them at one point. Well, let's backtrack real quick. That Saint, you and I were both at that St. Clair game. Until the mercy rule inning – that was still a coin flip the yeah, whole was, game. It was, it was a, three, a one or it was two a three nothing game way. going into the sixth, and then they scored eight in the sixth. They weren't promised to get out of that game, and then after that, they, I didn't doubt them in any of those games. Notre Dame prep, I same same as you. You know, 
it's they're amazing in all sports. I expected it to be a close game or for them to win, and wasn't even a doubt. I think they had like two infield errors, and they just brushed it off and and took care of business the rest of the way. The Linden game, like it was never in doubt. Um, the other, so two things I want to point out, I guess, about Marysville's run leading up to the state final. Um, like Caitlin Kane, I interviewed her after the Chelsea game. And I'm just like, how are you guys doing this? Like, there's no, like, name brand softball players here. You look at Richmond's pitcher, and, like, everyone in the state knows who she is, right? Like, Kirsten Smith's amazing, but no one's writing, like, you know, Detroit Free Press uh, feature stories on her. You know what I mean? Not not like Mick McCabe would with, like, the Orchard Lake St. Mary baseball players or anything. Um, and I asked Caitlin Kane, I was like, how are you guys doing this? And she's just straight up told me, like, we don't have any weaknesses on our team. And it, and it just makes sense, right? It's like, you know, how many teams have, like, six awesome players and just, like, three bodies, like, one out in right field, and we're hiding this kid here and hiding this as a, a, a you know, designated hitter here or pinch runner here or whatever, you know. She's right. Like, one through nine, all I would take all those girls. If, if I had to have a draft and, like, you're telling me I got to have just one random girl from Marysville, like, I'm going to be okay with her on my team. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. Like, they're out in the outfield, Woodard is like a, another center fielder, and you've got her in left, and she hits ninth, and she's like a leadoff hitter. So you, you, you've got two center fielders with Kane and Woodard out on the field, and Bassett's no slouch in right field. She does nothing to hurt you, and she hit when it was the most important time of the, the season. Yeah. Uh, she raked the ball. You, you've got uh, Perrin at first, who defensively is sound and offensively, uh, is amazing in the postseason. She drove in 16 runs. I think she was my favorite player, to be honest with you, during the run. Just watching her hammer the ball and then just be steady Eddie at first base. Like, she's sneaky athletic. Like, she's going to grab that pop-up out in foul territory, but she's also going to be, like, sure-handed glove. Like, how many times did Kate, Wes Miller, and Megan Winston toss her the ball and get that out, you know, that close yeah. call out? Like, that takes first baseman, you know, stealing that grab. Well, yeah, and then uh, Wes Miller at second catches absolutely everything she can get to. Everything. Yeah. Um, Winston just got better and better and better as the, the season went on, and she's making diving plays at the state finals. Well, that play against St. Clair probably won them the game there. You know, St. Clair was going to have, like, two on and probably score two runs there, and she makes that diving web gem. If she doesn't make that, they're probably – it's coin flip if they win that game. Yeah. Uh, wild. Walters, a freshman over at third, solid and can hit. She'll be their cleanup hitter by the end of her career. And she might be their cleanup hitter next year. And Ratchie talked about her during basketball season, like being sneaky athletic, and then she was on the come up. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. And then in the softball season, it's like, oh, okay, I see what he's seeing out of her. Yeah, I no, I thought she was a good softball player or basketball player too. Uh, we had Brady and I've had that conversation before too. Keep an eye on her. Uh, all we have a lot of great catchers. I think catcher is the most loaded position in the Blue Water area, and Anna Oles is right there in the top three. Other than that one weird play in the state finals, like, man, she was just spot on. I, the, the ball was wet. It had to be. It had to be for her to miss a, just a routine play for her like that. But, I mean, she had that leadoff home run in uh, the Pontiac-Notre Dame game, and it's like as soon as that hit happened, they didn't stop hitting the rest of the playoffs. Like, yeah. It was unreal. Yeah. Uh, and then again – uh, Smith can be wild, but effective. She's so she she doesn't wow you with anything that she does, and yet she's 
she's got 13 strikeouts at the end of the game. That's what I was going to say. She always has, like, the quietest 10 strikeouts. Just, oh, ho-hum, 10 strikeouts. Okay. Like, she's just steady Eddie. They're just a solid player. And they've probably got seven kids on their team that when they square one up, it makes a different sound off their bat. Yeah, They, they hit more, no doubt about it, home runs this season than any team I watched. And I watched a lot of teams, and I saw a lot of home runs. Yeah. It's just so much fun watching, like, Kirsten and, and Callie just smoke them. Anna smoke them right over the fence, hit the flagpole. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out about this team is, like, I took my two-year-old son – to almost every game. I think he missed two playoff games for Marysville. And he got into it. He he likes softball. And after they beat Chelsea, he's looking around, everyone's clapping, and then he looks at me and says, Dad, we won. We won. <laughs> I was like, we are Marysville softball fans now, buddy. Good job. I just, at the end of the quarterfinal, he went to pick up uh, Anna Ohl's catcher's uh, mask to, I don't know if he wanted to put it on or if he just wanted to, to keep it because I know he likes souvenirs. Yeah, I think he thought it was his hockey helmet, but, yeah. So, <laughs> if anything, you know, state runner-ups, but also you made a two-year-old a uh, fan. So, great season yeah. for the Vikings. And uh, I really enjoyed, actually, the, the championship game. There were so many swings, so many big moments during the, the course uh, of the game. Early on, the way Ireland was throwing the ball, you wondered uh, if Marysville wasn't done after falling behind 2 nothing, and then boom, in a driving rainstorm, Smith homers to center, and all of a sudden they're up 3-2. Then Perrin homers the next inning. Then they score another run, and it looks like it's falling apart for Owasso. Then there's a play at the plate to, to get an out, uh, and then it swings the other way, uh, and then uh, the uh, – Woodard hit a, a line drive to left that if that girl is a half an inch shorter, it's an inside-the-park home run, yeah. and instead it turns into a huge catch to to stop a rally. That was and, probably the play of the game. Yeah, right? it, it was just a fun game. And to think, like, yeah, there was all those swings, and Marysville had those hero moments like Kirsten Smith's home run and, and some, of the, some of the plays they had on defense. That was with 99% of the crowd – being from Owasso and just screaming their heads off, it sounded like a Mississippi State football game, like cowbell clanga 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 the whole whole time. It was an unreal atmosphere. That was the best baseball or softball atmosphere I've ever been in. I've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah. And I've been to my fair share of Final Four and State Championship games, and I've never seen a crowd like that. Uh, and I don't want to take away from uh, Richmond's uh, performance because, uh, again, the, the wins over Millington – uh, at Millington, it's not just that they beat Millington, but they had to go to Millington and beat Millington. Um, is it true, Piper Clark? She's only a sophomore. Yeah. Is this true? Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, she'll be the. She might be the best player in the area next year. Yeah, the, Richmond's just. She'll un, be on the list. I'll put it that Unreal talent. Way. What what a school year for them. Just uh, and and I always uh, you know, uh, you root for for good people. Howard's always been good to me. Like, I don't, I don't see them much. They've always been kind of a fringe team during my radio and, and all of that. But every time you go there, he's a, a, a gentleman, and he gives me – half the time I don't even have to ask for stuff. He just gives me yeah. the information that he knows that I'll need. I mean, that's just Richmond in general. You go there, and it's, it's just a hometown hospitality everywhere you go, whether it's former 
Coach John Coker or the late Coach John Coker or Sean Misko or Nick Mattis or any of those guys. Like, oh, just great talent. I think, uh, the, uh, obviously, the other big uh, run that we had uh, in sports was the Crosslex boys um, all season long. We were all hyping them. We were hyping them during football season that wait till basketball season. Mm-hmm. I remember doing a basketball preview, and we were very excited for the season to get rolling with the Crosslex team, with Jameson at Northern. PH was going to be this, that, and the other thing, and then DV transferred, and that was a story in itself. But, like, we were really excited about basketball. We knew we had a couple of good girls teams. Um, and actually, Marysville's another one. I didn't know how good Marysville was going to be in basketball. They got ripped opening night by Portier and High yeah. by 30-something points, and they ended up being, I think, one of the strongest teams in the area. And then, of course, they get sent to Dakota for the playoffs, which I thought was kind of unfair. But we had a lot of good basketball, but Crosslex ended up living up to the hype, getting to the quarterfinals, and then that Ferndale – game happened which okay Ferndale knew what they were doing I, I don't like the stall but Ferndale won the game so you well, can't say they didn't know what they were doing and have you guys been on Twitter anytime this week Jason Drake the second is getting division one offer after division one offer he's got five already this week it's only Wednesday so you know they had three division one basketball players nothing to say that Croslex didn't have any slouches so I'm just saying that was an evenly matched game that Croslex hung with them it was a great game um, I just, I just harken back to like Lance Campbell just held those guys accountable from day one. He was telling me this one story about he had, um, it was like some college scouts or somebody stopped by the gym before the season started. It was like a week into practice and he thought they were loafing it. And he asked these guys to go out to their car. He said, I'm going to text you. I got to open up on these guys and he just ripped them for like 10 minutes screaming at him like you guys aren't going anywhere if you practice like this and I guess like from that moment on like it was just nose to the grindstone and you saw it night in and night out like they knocked off uh Carrollton they knocked off Goodrich the uh who was the other was it Linden yeah they just kept knocking off all these like teams like They'd come to the gym and be like, oh, they're ranked number 10 in Mick McCabe's blah, blah, blah poll, and they got this kid who's going to play at this D2 school, and then they'd just come and, and they'd run him out of the gym. You know? And then I guess before I turn it over to Brady in the next segment, and you guys can carry on, um, the other thing about this year is that so many of our teams in the area that did good are young. It's There aren't too many of our teams that made long runs that are turning over a ton of players. So it might be a little premature, but we could probably expect these teams to be good for a couple of years. Well, I, I've been telling everybody all week, and this is the first of three straight state championships for Cardinal Mooney. I mean, that was our JV baseball team we watched with the exception of Tommy Gill and, and Rocco and uh, Di Giuseppe. Bo Decker's a freshman making just great plays out in the infield. Trent Rice, just a sophomore, and he got a Division One offer from Oakland University at the start of the week. All these all these boys are going to be back. Just, they're probably going to be the most talented senior class in two years yeah. uh, in all sports. And that, Tommy Rice, Lutzke, what's super, Brady? He's a junior. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> they're loaded. Yeah. They're loaded for a, a couple of years. All, all, pretty, pretty much uh, all the key parts – uh, are like 
I look at Marine City. They made the deepest run in football. They're all back. They're all back. Except for Mason and a couple of other seniors. But who's that? Yeah, and Watson, Darius Watson. Yeah. But and Jeff's uh, mullet's looking good. I've got three texts from Coach Letson on that in the last two weeks, and that's really all I care about. And uh, uh, <laughs> Osterlin's got a mullet going too, so I'm looking for, forward to seeing that in July. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want Brady to bring back his Fabio flow. That he, I, I, I don't know if I've seen this. Oh, yeah. This, uh, yeah he'll, Wayne he'll, State. He'll, he'll, he'll pull you up a, a picture of when he was at Wayne State and he had the Fabio flow going i've been calling for him to to shave off the mustache and go back to the fabio flow real quick before we go to break i just want to point out i got to see uh brady's dad at the state finals over the weekend i haven't seen him since he retired from coaching hockey and biggest troll job of the weekend michigan state camp is wearing this bright red ohio state sweatshirt uh, and just a big smile on his face so i gotta uh, congratulate roger beaton on, on the nice troll job <laughs> I'm going to take a break, and then uh, uh, Mr. Folsom's going to stay with us, and uh, he's going to chat with, uh, with Brady, uh, and, and we'll have some more fun here. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. 
Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dennis not wanting to unmute me, being no. distracted. Anyway, he doesn't have the headset now, so he can't, he can't say anything. But anyway, back on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast, my turn with Brandon Folsom, thanks to a headset that crapped out on us. Um, so uh, you guys talked about the, the baseball and softball and the cross next year. Just to kind of put a bow on that, I think you made a comment on Twitter the other day that when you're going to Michigan State, like, this is what it feels like to cover a reporter in Oakland County because throughout the year we had eight quarterfinal games played. Th- uh, four semifinals and three state championships. Dennis has been around here a long time. Me, not as much. I don't know if we've ever had those numbers in a single year for the sports that we that we cover on GetStuckOnSports.com. What thirty-year so, career ballpark at Dennis? What do you? I know you're I mean, not on Mike, but ballpark. What do you think you've been to? In terms of finals? Because, I mean, on a normal year, I mean, we said this before, we're hoping that each sport we get, what, one quarterfinal game? That that was kind of our hope coming into it, and we got multiple in multiple sports? That's why, that's why I tweeted that. Like, you know, the Catholic schools from Oakland County and the OAA, best mm-hmm. OAA schools go to the state finals in, like, every sport, every year. And to have five, like, I legit had to, like – call my boss and be like i need help i yeah. can't do this by well, myself i mean i'm sure if you asked us back in august when we started this to go dennis and brady you're gonna have to pick what quarterfinal game you're going to i just said get out of here no we will not there will not be a scenario where there are three local teams playing in a quarterfinal yeah and we had four like we had 
two. So six state finals or state so you, championships. You almost doubled up. Yeah. In one year. <laughs> That's incredible. But we had to pick between doing the regional championships for softball or go do a regional championship slash quarterfinal in baseball. And we had to miss two. And I know in a, on most years, we would have been tied to the hip of Mooney and Richmond all year long. Yeah, I could have done a pregame tailgate show for most of these years because that's the only thing you'd have going on, right? Like, Yeah. Like, like look at us in uh, the Marine City football when they played Frankenmuth like – we pimped that game for like God, a we month straight. That game for three weeks. Exactly. Because we're like, all right, well, Marine City gonna play Frankenmuth at some point. Yeah. Who knows? And it's like this this last week. Like, I'm so fortunate. I work for Gannett, which is the company that like owns USA Today and the Free Press and Lansing State Journals and Hometown Life and and uh, Northville. Like. I was able to get some help. Like I had Brian Calloway from the Lansing State Journal, Phil Friend from the Lansing State Journal. They had to cover some softball for me because I just could not be in two stadiums at the same time. And like if St. Clair soccer would have you know, upset Marion, like yeah. they would have been there too. And what do you do? Yeah, you, you get a you get a drone or something. And, and my my chief freelancer Paul Costanzo, uh, you know, he covers the state final games for the MHSA, so mm. I wouldn't have had him either. So like. It's just wild to be in the position to where I'm waking up in the morning like, God, I hope this all goes good because I don't know how we're going to cover it all. Well, and we brought up the Marine City Frankenmuth game. There was a time, and I wish Dennis had a headset to chime in on this, we weren't sure what sports were going to be like this year. There was a time where there was a very real possibility we weren't going to finish football, basketball season was going to go down the toilet, and we would be lucky to get baseball and softball. There was, what, we'd say about a month period where we weren't sure. And even when we did get football, we kind of got pushed to the deadline to get basketball started. If you go back and listen to the, our shows we did back in late January, we're saying you got a month or you have a week, maybe two to fit this in before this yeah. just gets thrown away because – you're not going to be able to fit the whole thing in. And and the other thing, too, is, like, I knew our teams were going to be good this year in certain sports, but, like, did you imagine, like, they would all be good? Like, no. I knew poor here on football was going to be great. Did you think they'd be the number one seed in Division Two football? No, I, I didn't. That is, like, the ultimate achievement they could have for their season, like – Gabby Fogarty graduated. Did you think that the Marysville girls basketball team was going to not no. only win a conference title, but lay the hammer down against Christina Bohm, St. Yeah, Clair against, team, yeah, Marine just City? Run the gauntlet. Like, just, I, just so many things happened this year that I didn't expect. Yeah, and think about all the stuff that we would have missed had a, in a not-too-alternate timeline, basketball season gets shut down, and – Maybe we do baseball and softball. I would cry if I missed all of Larry Dedalus's dunks this year. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Do you know how many times I made memes out of Mike McAndrews? And I would have you missed all do. those opportunities. <laughs> but, yeah. It, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know what you were thinking when that happened, like during that time, but I'm sure you were scrambling just to figure out stuff to do. I knew there was a time where we're going, if basketball season doesn't happen – this might be dead yeah. before it even gets off the ground. 
we had a, a newsroom meeting over Teams or Zoom or something with uh, my boss's boss in Lansing, and she's like, so how are you guys feeling? And it kind of got like a pass the feeling stick around the room and talk about it. And they got to me, and I was like destitute. I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Like if I don't go cover something, I am going to fall in this pit of depression. It's like I'm sick of sitting on my couch and talking to coaches about, yeah, so the team looks good this year, huh? Are we going to have a year? Like yada, yada, yada. Like I got so depressed with it. And then basketball season started, you know. I think it was like that first week you were there, or Dennis was there, one of you two were there, the Lance Cruz North Mo- Cardinal Mooney yeah, game, that and that one. was just like the feeling like, all right, we're back. The depression's gone. The, scary, <laughs> yeah. the scaries are gone. Like this is going to be a good thing. And to ride it out all, all spring, to, to have like state champions in track, I think we had four or five of them in our yeah. area, to have five nope. teams at Michigan State, uh, for baseball and softball it's just what a way to finish a year where football got canceled right after it started and we yeah. didn't know if we were going to get it back yeah and a turbulent year and I'm sure Dennis will attest to this too once we got done once we got our sorry basketball started we just put our head down and go and that might have been the reason why we had so many games because for a while I think we're like we can't take this for granted we don't know when we're if we are going to because you remember there was a scare they would reshut down basketball yeah. when I mean geez it seemed like all of Macomb County was getting quarantined it seemed like at one point there was like at one point the Mac Gold in bat, girls basketball had two teams eligible to play yeah that was, that was unreal and they played the two teams had already played each other twice so they, just, yeah, so they, so they played, played a third time yeah and you're I mean. There's a time where we're going, okay, let's hope our game isn't canceled. I remember I showed up to a game and nobody was there yeah. because it was canceled and it was last minute. And, yeah, like looking back on where we are now with, with well, as of yesterday, Michigan is 100% reopened, no more restrictions, no anything. To think of where we came from six months ago when – I mean, it was like we were watching press conferences, hoping that they would say, "Okay, you you can have a crumb of sports." <laughs> I remember, I uh, I think it was Brian Jamison, coach at Northern Basketball, was telling me like, I think he said he had to ask Northern's AD to stop calling him because his heart would stop every time a random phone call at like three in the afternoon would come in because he was thinking, "Oh, they're shutting us down." Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, you need to text me so I can see it. I don't want that, like, heart drop roller coaster feel with seeing you randomly call me. And, like, oh, yeah. every time McAndrews would call me during the regular season, because we're pretty good buddies, and he would just call just with random things, like, oh, I saw this, you should know about it type of thing. But every time he called me, I'm like, stop, stop. Yes. Because you're calling to tell me the season's shut down. Or I don't want to hear it. <laughs> press conference out of Lansing on Thursday. And I think there's a couple times we texted each other and we went, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, but to think that we just lived through all that. Yeah, because – and the thing is, and this is the business side of things, and, again, Dennis, not on the mic, but we couldn't – like, we couldn't work if we wanted to. We weren't going to go out and sell advertisements and stuff and sell our website and go, hey, sports might be back soon. Yeah. We don't know. So, again, you once you talk to all the coaches, what do you do? You call again, hey, the team's still good. Hey, the team getting any better from yeah. the couch? And yeah, I mean, I remember I've, after in after the uh, Marine City football game, 
I almost went to Traverse City to do an ugly Johannesburg-Lewiston <laughs> game because I was, like you said, so starved for sports. Yeah. I would go and do and, anything. And Joe Berg's coach is one of my really close friends, and he was going to yeah. roll out the red carpet for you. Yeah, it you was just. You should have took him up on it. Yeah, it was just like, and then it was like, well, we're going to drive eight hours in a day for <laughs> a two-hour football game. It, that would have been. I mean, we were in such the doldrums. You had to have Legro on to talk about his semi-pro football career. That was still a great show. <laughs> He's going to text me as soon as he hears. Oh this, like, yeah, but it was. But no, that's one thing that uh, we talk, again talked about it off the. I think that's when we kind of grew, and that was the nice part: getting to know all these coaches. And there's more we want to have on. We need to have Brian Jamison on. We need to have Shagney on. We need to have Mike Rice on, among others. Um, yeah. Uh, Co- Coach Perkins now at PH. You need to have Coach Perkins on. His stories are – you should have him and his dad in here together. That Yeah. The stories those two have told me. Like, that's why we like interviewing because, yes, being a coach of high school sports, and you know, it's being the, the coach is one thing, talking about the team. But the stories and the experiences these guys have, yeah. you talk about these things, that's the, the, the really interesting part. Oh, sorry. Um, but – yeah, it was it was incredible. The one good thing that I think that came out of COVID is like when I was a kid, girls basketball was in the fall and volleyball was in the winter. So it didn't matter what night of the week it was at Central Lake High School, gym was packed for the basketball game, whether it was mm-hmm. boys or girls, not a place to sit. Probably four or five hundred people in our tiny little gym. And then they did the season switch and like you guys all covered games. Like how many times you go to a game like Port here on Mary's Little Girls Basketball, and there's 15 people in the stands. And that's just because mom and dad have three kids, and they're mm-hmm. playing basketball six nights a week, and it's just impossible to be everywhere at the same time, and it's kind of ruined basketball. And so having even that opportunity taken away from you to go see a game, like Coach Letson keeps texting me, like he keeps using the word special. That's what – Opening night in football is going to be this season. So oh, the place is going to be packed. It's going to be No one's going to take electric. for granted the opportunity to go see a football game or a basketball game now that they've had it taken away from them. And I just think it's going to be a benefit to just high school sports. I, I did peek ahead, and Dennis isn't on the air, so he can't berate me for this. But I was looking ahead at the schedules for football just to peek at it. Our opening week is almost 100% going to be one stream is going to be Marysville Northern. The other one's going to be St. Clair Marine City. We might not have a listener for St. Clair Marine City because everyone will be packed into East China Stadium. That might be the most people ever at that stadium ever. It's going to be And it's not even going to be like that good of a game because we're expecting a rebuild from St. Clair and we expect uh, Marine City to be one of the best teams in Division 5, like state title caliber. So it's going to be probably one-sided. But the, I bet you there won't be an open seat, and the fence you're is going to be to get there. You're going to have to get there 45 minutes early. Yeah. Even Northern Marysville. Yeah, two teams that have lost some talent. Yeah. You know that place is going to – yeah. I don't know where that one's at, but it doesn't matter whether it's Memorial Stadium or Walt Braun Viking yeah. Stadium. It's going to be packed. So I, I think if anything good came out of this, I think it's, I think it's people are going to appreciate having their sports taken away from them, and they're going to start going. It's not going to be a coin flip like, ah, just stay home and read about it in the mm-hmm. Times-Herald tomorrow or something, you know. Like – I think we needed that for sure, and I'm excited. 100%. So we'll, I'll wrap this up because I think I, I went a bit long. Um, next segment, uh, me and Dennis will talk about – we had some all-state players in both baseball and softball, but, Brandon, thank you for coming on. Always fun. I'm sure 
we'll be getting together for a football preview, if nothing else. Um, it, it, football season's going to be here before we know it. Yep, I'm going to go on my mullet tour real soon here <laughs> to see how Jeff Heslip's doing. All and, right. Uh, All right. I'm you, looking forward to being on the show. You have fun with that. We'll be back in a minute on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, 
and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back, and man, you have a big head. I do. Seven and a half hat size. That is a huge melon. It is a dome or an XL, or a large football helmet, maybe an XL, I don't remember. Okay, I Big think I've dome. got it adjusted back to uh, my much tinier size. <laughs> anyway, we have some All-State players yes, in the area. A lot. Um, I'm just going to start with softball. I'm going to go one through four. So, Division One, first team All-State. We had a uh, one show up on the All-State team. Danielle Keeley uh, listed at first base for Anchor Bay. So she got recognized in the honorable mentions. You have Taylor Wolf listed as an outfielder. Genevieve Decker listed at shortstop. And Allison Vogt listed as a pitcher. So one made the All-State team and three honorable mention. Uh, they were a very good team. They just ran into a uh, – they just lost a to a good team in Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was actually really surprised by the score of that game. I, I'm still stunned. At what happened in that game. So then you go to Division Two. You start Caitlin Kane, first team All State in Division Two out of Marysville. Devin Johnston gets the nod from Almont, listed at third she base. She had an amazing year this year. Uh, I, I, she set the record there for RBIs. RBIs. Yes. She also uh, hit her first career home run this year, and she's going to hit a few more before she's uh, done, especially if they don't do something about the bats. Uh, and I, I did a game this year where I think she had six hits and six RBIs Jeez. against the Northern. Well, that's how you set a record. <laughs> um, as a pitcher, Kirsten Smith, the lefty out of Marysville. Not a no, surprise? No, and it helps that she hits the snot out of the ball too. Uh, so that was the first team under honorable mention. Callie Perrin gets a nod. For honorable mention, from St. Clair, Julia Schweighofer, listed as a shortstop. So the Saints getting someone on the honorable mention. Like I said, every time I did a game, she was two for three with a double and a walk. So it seemed like she she must have hit six. Like it felt like 600. Yeah, and, and she's a, an excellent shortstop. She might be an even better catcher. Yes. And the last one, I believe, on Division Two honorable mention, Kate Westmiller at second base. She's just she was a solid player for the Vikings. You knew what you were getting, and that play she made in the state championship game when she was sliding on her knees towards third base and threw it across her body, yeah. that was a hell of a play. Yeah. Um, Division three, we're gonna have a lot in here. First one listed: uh, Ella Stevenson from Algonac. 
and her stats were ridiculous. Do you uh, have them? Ella Stevenson this season for Elginac, 19 home runs, 69 <laughs> runs batted in, 575 batting average, 774 OBP. One so, wait, 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 wait. Think about that. A 774 OBP, Dennis. That means you get on base three out of every four times. More than that. Yeah. Slug- That's not fair. I couldn't do that playing against 10-year-olds. Slugging percentage, 1.15. Zero. Those are, those are the you numbers you get when you play. Sure. 1.924. Those are the numbers you get when you're bored and you're playing PlayStation and you set all the the difficulty to like third grader level and you pick the best team against the worst and you just see what numbers you can put up. Stole 21 bases uh, and struck out only three times in 127 at-bats. Scored 70 – or no, had 73 hits, scored 58 runs. That's unbelievable. They played 30 games? Yeah. Moving on. Piper Clark from Richmond, uh, shortstop, sophomore. She's going to be there the next two years yeah. if she stays on this traje- trajectory. Yeah, she's really good already. Another Richmond player, Olivia Toit, listed as second base. Um, going down through the list, that there's a lot of Millington names, geez. Um, and the other ones on first team all state is of course Shay Van Scooter um that seems like a no duh i wish like, we had Shay's like numbers like i yeah. i only know what she did when we saw her and and i think she hit a home run in 90% of the games we saw yeah plus pitched lights out <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Sophia Deverne, honorable mention in Division Three. Any honorable mention? Yeah, I was. She hit four thirty eight. She had uh, an OPS of one point two zero two. She drove in thirty four runs. I mean, there's only three catchers listed for, so she's put in the top six catchers in the state, which again is still forty eight hits, twenty for extra bases. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, if you look through the uh, Division Four, it seems like every other name is from Unionville Seaboy. <laughs> oh, they were really good this year. I only saw them play uh, three games. Uh, they, I saw them play their quarterfinal, their semifinal, and their final, and they were really good. So from what I could tell um, for – Baseball, we only had two uh, – actually, sorry, three schools represented. In Division Three uh, for Richmond, you had Ben Hitzelberger make first team. You had Reese Rinna make first team. And then second team, you had Joe Perinello and Carson G uh, up there. And we did have an Algonac sighting. You had Jacob Kasner on the second team. And on the first team, Bo Falkenhagen. So a couple muskrats. First baseball game that we did this year, the Alconac Marine City game. It ended up 10-8, and Bo started in in that game. Uh, and and until you said his name and he made All State, I had completely forgotten that I'd seen him play this year. Yeah, we saw a lot of Alconac early. We didn't get to see him too much down the stretch, which I wish there was more of us sometimes <laughs> because. 
I wish we could have seen every a, a lot more. We only yeah. saw Mooney three times before the playoffs. And speaking of Mooney, uh, they had a plethora of guys on the All-State teams. First team, you have uh, – nope, there's a kid from Orchard Lake St. Mary's named Alex Mooney. So that's just – that makes it confusing. Uh, Tommy Gill uh, is a pitcher. I mean, he was one of three pitchers that had under a one ERA. And I told you he made Maple City Glen Lake – looked like they had never seen a baseball before when he was pitching in the semifinal. You had Blake Lutzke as an infielder, but you could have put him as a pitcher. Again, also had an ERA under one. Trent Rice in the outfield, uh, you might as well just write him in for 22 and 23. If that kid keeps doing what he's doing and keeps working hard, he's he might be – He's going to be legit. As Folsom mentioned, already has a Division One offer as a sophomore. Um, you also had in the second team, Rocco Camito as a first baseman. So it's, uh, again, all very well-deserving. A lot of, lot of talented players. Dennis, it feels like we had more this year in baseball and softball than we have in years past. Um, yeah, I, I would say that uh... – you know, it helps you, when you get four you, you, teams to the Well, I mean, you've got to finals. go back to where we had the really dominant teams where, like, everybody on St. Clair was getting Yeah, when, Ri when Richmond and, went back-to-back -back yeah. state finals. But, it, but it, it's been a few years because if you go and look, that's longer than you think. But, I mean, okay, so or I Longer named, than we want to admit. I named how many teams from how many different schools? Mooney baseball, Algonac baseball, Richmond baseball, St. Clair softball, Marysville softball, Algonac softball, Richmond softball, Anchor Bay softball. That's eight different schools that had an all-state player on their team. Yeah. That's and, dumb. That's stupid. <laughs> that's great. I mean, it's awesome, it's, but it's part of the reason we had such a uh, fun year and such a good year. Yeah, yeah. So, like when, when when we look back on this year, really the story should be COVID, but it won't be. No, because the teams when they finally got to play performed so well and even beyond our expectations. Like for a, a lot of these teams that we talk about, it's like we knew they were going to be good, but we were thinking next year. The year after well, that, when I was talking this year, when right I was away. talking to Folsom, I forgot about all those COVID things we had to deal with. I forgot we almost didn't have basketball, Dennis. That was a real possibility. We were making contingency plans on how to pay back uh, our sponsors and how much we had to pay them back because we'd done football season. Uh, we we were figuring all those things out. Because it was looking very real like there wasn't going to be an end of the football season or any other sports season this year. And that was going to put us to get, out of business. We were going to get baseball or softball if we were lucky. Like, there were some somber conversations we had back when it seemed like, okay, another delay, another delay. And, yeah, when we finally got started, it was – and it was great because – yeah, even the teams that didn't make super deep runs. Mooney basketball was really good. Marysville basketball got was ended unceremoniously. I still feel bad about that. Again, yeah, the, if Marysville basketball is in a district where they belong instead of playing in a D1 district at I meant, uh, I Dakota. I the, the boys, uh, but them too. Yeah, and, and the biggest Farrah Fawcett syndrome I have ever seen is Armada basketball. Dennis. Any 
of the past 10 years that the, that team exists. They are the number one story. The team, you go, okay, Armada's number one. But because they did it in a year where Croslex was amazing and Marysville was, I believe, every bit as good as the Tigers, they kind of got overshadowed. Unfortunately, because Coach Becker is was an amazing coach, uh, it was sad to see him step down, and a lot of kids on those teams played it the right way. I just know this, getting back to the basketball. Marysville's basketball, if they're in uh, a region with uh, Lutheran North, they're playing Emily City, not Lutheran North. Yeah. Yeah. If there were there, and it might be Marysville playing in a quarterfinal game against Notre Dame Prep. Country Day. Country Day. Yeah. Notre Dame Prep was Crosslex. And Crosslex smoked them. And here's the thing. <laughs> Marysville basketball, if they don't have COVID, I believe they play for a district title against Crosslex. I think they had the slight edge over Armada. I would have picked them, not confidently. If that game happens, I'm not saying Marysville upsets them. I'm saying they have as good a chance as any area team because I told you before, and I know those kids, they were laser-focused on the Pioneers. And I guess that's the biggest what-if of the season is what if we got that Marysville cross last game because I think it would have been a knockdown, drag-out brawl between two physical teams, two well-coached teams. It would have been – Fun, or at least uh, on paper, it should have been fun. Mm -hmm. You know that on paper, sometimes things don't work out the way you want them to. I never. <laughs> hey, I didn't expect it to be like thirty to two between Croslex and Armada in the district finals. <laughs> but anyway, we rambled on. Dennis, do you want to? Um, for are you going to do a show Friday, or what do you th what are you thinking? Um, or just check the social media, and we'll let you know. Yeah, no, I. I, I plan on doing a show Friday so okay so I'll be gone Friday so I don't know if you can finagle anyone in we'll figure it out yeah so anyway um, thank you to Brandon Folsom for coming in it's been a fun year uh, we are in the process of getting highlights ready for for shows in the future we're getting guests booked so don't worry, we are stalling a bit, but we will have good stuff for you. I think we'll have a mailbag episode coming for you soon where you can ask us questions. Um, anything else? That ought to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, you ask us anything. If you want to, <laughs> I mean, for one show, you want to ask us what our favorite food is. You want to ask us about professional sports. We'll take one episode out of 120-some to talk about dumb stuff in the summer. <laughs> And it'll probably end with me and Dennis yelling at each other. Don't all shows end that way? Eh, sometimes we end nice. I, I'll, I'll let this show end nice. How, how about that? Sounds good. Okay. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.